Radio crew members, what it be? Hey, yeah, that was better. <laughs> that was better. People wouldn't know this if I didn't say it, but we definitely just had to record this a second time because I tried to, I tried to do my best, Anthony, and I, it ended up sounding like Tarzan, which shouldn't surprise a whole lot of people if we're being honest. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could have just been like, hey, that ding, shit, ding, 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 ding. That shit went fucking weird, man. Hey, oh. But oh man. We in here again, and when I say we in here, I am at my house. Wes is at his house. You know, we're we doing, are doing this, this remote again. Yep, we are. We are doing this social distancing to the max. Fuck a six feet. We are like, I don't know, sixty thousand feet more than that. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're a good stretch. We're probably three quarter of a mile at least. Yeah, but we're trying to do this as safe as we can. And bro, I mean, I. It's kind of nice. I'm not gonna lie. I get to just roll out of bed, roll downstairs, and. And record this thing, but I will tell you what, I, I I miss being in the fucking studio. I really do. I just miss the like the real human interaction. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, man. I'm look, the human interaction is one of the best things about doing this podcast. It's one of the reasons why we set it up as a trio. You know what I yeah. mean? We didn't go ahead and do a solo act on this for that purpose. hundred percent. And, you know, depending on how the world goes from here, I may never shake your hand again, but I'll still be in the studio. <laughs> I'll still be there. Yo. Air high fives people, are where it's at, bro. Air high fives like, yo, are where it's yo, at. A lot of people are actually saying that, and, and, and including Fauci, are saying that basically the handshake needs to go away. Yeah, well, <laughs> bro. I mean, like, I get it. That shit's been here forever. But, like, people's hands is nasty. <laughs> you know, they touch yeah. a bunch of shit. And it's not just because people overall are nasty. There are some. But, like, you don't fucking, like, no one, not you, not me, washes their hands or sanitizes after everything they touch. You just don't. Very true. You just Very don't. True. It's not because you're a dirtball. It's just you don't do it. You, you wash your hands when you're supposed to, after the bathroom, before you're about to cook, you know, shit like, like nor- normal shit. But, like, most people, I will now, which, I mean, sometimes it takes bullshit to happen. I will now. But, like, most people don't, you know, like, sanitize or wash up after they leave the grocery store and touch shit that 80 fucking million people, other people have touched. You know what I mean? So, it's it's air high fives for me, bro. <laughs> yo, dude, yo, if we, if we have to go straight up uh demolition man on this demolition man fine. fucking you know i still need to learn that, the three seashells but that, that wakanda shit whatever man whatever we gotta do <laughs> whatever we gotta do we can take it to the other culture we can just bow I, I mean and yo it's funny because they've actually and i don't even know why the hell we're talking about all this but uh they've actually said that them. japan is actually one of the one of the one of the places to where the spread probably won't be that bad because of the fact the of culture. less actual interaction, you know what I mean? You I mean with like with like touching each other? Yeah. One thing this is helping though is my, is my like ridiculous need to touch. I've always been a face toucher, like all the time. I'm always like you know rubbing my head or something like that. And now I'm like trying super hard to not do that. As I say that, I'm fucking itchy already. <laughs> yeah, like yo, you're just feeling the urge. <laughs> yeah, but now I try to use like the back of my wrist or something, like something that hasn't just been fucking my stuff. But anyway, we've gotten so far off the reason that we're here but it, it was right off the gate but I it was love it. but it was relevant but uh no we're back for god i don't even know what this is now the fourth is it the fourth this is yeah this is the fourth this will be the fourth heroes and villains and we didn't have time to throw up a well we did we just let's be real we forgot uh with how you know forgive us with how crazy shit is these days but we forgot to throw up a poll um pitting sonic and eggman against two other people so we figured you know, God damn it, Sonic had gotten enough votes <laughs> the last couple weeks. It just hasn't been it enough. Really to, did. It just hasn't been enough to edge out the competition. So we figured this time we will give Sonic and Eggman their respect. And that is who we chose for this week's Hero and Villains. Wes will be taking Sonic. I will be taking Eggman. Robotnik will discuss that shit because everyone's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, however you like to say it. But, bro, start this thing off, man. Tell us about that right. fast Blue little motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so Sonic the Hedgehog, right? In 1990, the head of Sega Japan, uh, Heyo uh, Nakama- Nakayama, there you go, decided <laughs> that. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, so he decided that Sega needed a flagship series and a mascot. Like they saw what Nintendo was doing with. Um, you know, I mean, Mario and Bowser and everything. And they're like, look, we need that. 100%. We have to have that. Yeah. So, uh, they, when they decided to go, even when they decided to go with Sonic, their main way of looking at this was to 
basically look at it from the American audience minds. You know what I mean? I mean, from their point of view, because for the most part, you know what I mean? The USA, you know what I mean? We're the ones that are the majority of the ones sucking in all of that lovely Sega, you know what I mean? Sega fun. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So there were, um, there were a lot of people that worked on this. I mean, and they eventually called themselves the, you know what I mean? The Sega team, but the main ones that were, um, you know I mean, that made the proposal for Sonic were, uh, Nayoto Oshima, which is an artist and then programmer Yuji Naka. And, after Sonic, I mean, after Sega decided to go ahead and say, okay, cool, this is what we're running with, they added the designer whose name was Hirokaza Yashimara, or Yashimara, Yashara, there you go. I'm really bad at Japanese names, I apologize a million times. Well, you know, we're from the suburbs of Pennsylvania, so, you know, <laughs> it's to be expected. Yeah. Now, here's the one thing I actually did not know is when they first were developing the protagonist for the game, they actually created a rabbit with prehensile ears. That was the first thought. But it ended up being too difficult for the hardware of the time to be able to go ahead and handle that. So when they realized that, they were like, okay, we need something that can, you know I mean, roll into a ball. You know what I mean, something that can go ahead and be compact. Well, do you remember how they got from A to B there? We we no, did bring ahead. we did bring this up on, on a previous podcast and you're and you're absolutely right. They did choose a rabbit at first because their first initial thought they wanted the game to be fast paced, but they want originally their character was supposed to be was supposed to be running through tubes. That's yeah. why they didn't inherently think of what Sonic became. They started with the rabbit and like you know, to your point, they, they realized that one, it would have been too hard to animate the ears. Uh, you know, for what they had back in the time and, you know, especially running through tubes and stuff like that. So that's why they started thinking rather than, you know, something that could run through tubes, something that would be able to turn itself into a ball so they wouldn't need tubes. Yeah. But yeah, continue. All right. So, yeah. So when they decided that they needed an animal that could roll into a ball, Sonic was born. And I believe you were talking uh, before we started about another name for him. Yeah. They, you know, before... They started, you know, before like the localization and all that shit, he was originally, you know, and this shouldn't surprise you because think, what was Mario first? Jumpman. Because what did he do? He yep. was just a dude that jumped. So like they were very, you know, not super creative, you know, with, with how they were naming things back in the day. And Sonic, uh, once they finally got to a hedgehog, because I, I believe at first they thought of like an armadillo and stuff like because armadillos roll into balls and such as well. Once they got to... Once they got to a hedgehog, <clears throat> he was – and this was very close up until it released. It almost actually released this way. He was originally going to be called Mr. Needlemouse. <laughs> that's that's what he was going to be. I mean think think about but, – but they realized that that wasn't going to hold up over time. But, Sega yeah. presents Mr. Needlemouse. <laughs> oh, my God. Just Mr. thinking Needlemouse about – Mr. Needlemouse versus – what is that, Mr. Mr. Needlemouse versus Mario the Olympics? Yeah, Mr. Ne <laughs> Mr. Needlemouse and Tails. Except for it probably wouldn't have been named Tails. It probably would have been like you know, I, I, I don't know, Mr. Needlemouse and two uh, Mr. Needlemouse and Two Tail Cat <laughs> or Two Tail Fox. Two Tail Fox, yeah. Two Tail yeah. Fox, yeah. But uh, yeah, oh goodness gracious, that could have been that could have been terrible. But yeah, that is originally what it was supposed to be was Mr. Needlemouse. We know how bad it is when Andy says goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> so let me go ahead and give you an actual breakdown of Sonic himself. Sonic is classified as they actually said his age. His age, he's sixteen years old. He talks like a sixteen-year-old. That makes sense. He yeah yeah he's he's perpetually sixteen years old. He's a and I'm really gonna fuck up on this word. I'm gonna try my best. Anthropomorphic. There you go, bro. You I murdered that. Yeah. You murdered anthropomorphic that. Anthropomorphic cobalt blue hedgehog. So everybody knows about his shoes, right? I mean the white and reds. Originally, dude, they were supposed to be boots. This man was going to have some shit kickers is what you're telling me. No, they were boots based off of Michael Jackson. So off of Michael oh, Jackson's boots. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of rolling to a ball, he was going to moonwalk into a ball. Oh, bro. I don't know that they made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Nah, they did. <laughs> they did. So when they when they decided to go with the white and reds, uh, they decided that based off of Santa Claus, actually. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. That I thought that was really interesting myself. God, the places um, these people pull their their ideas from is, is wild. Just wait. So his attitude, you mean, you mean the, the attitude he has, that can do attitude style that he has? Yeah. 
That's off of Bill Clinton. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, and so this out. is weird now that I th- – because now I'm just thinking of Sonic and I'm thinking of I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And I'm picturing Sonic saying it. It's <laughs> fucking me up. I did not steal those rings. Oh, <laughs> Continue. Those emeralds. <laughs> All right, oh, so belly boy. To talk about his powers, look, obviously he has the super speed. Everybody knows about the speed. But – because he's able to go ahead and become a ball, spin really fast, and break through bricks, he does have super strength also. Nobody even thinks about that. Yeah, I didn't think that and either. I, I just he, assumed it was because he was so yeah. fast. Yeah, and then he also has some combat prowess. All right, so, but we also know he has many friends. He you know sure I mean? does. All the games, and he's had, like, I tried going through all the games. Yeah, I know. I tried <laughs> going through all the games, and I stopped counting at, like, 50 yeah you stick with like the the og3 and you're probably good yeah like but uh like so in uh in in uh sonic the hedgehog 2 you get tails yeah i mean first probably name the, is miles which i always thought that was just interesting probably the most common outside of Sonic. Oh, yeah <gasps> but uh yeah well, yeah tails yeah, tails obviously has he's a fox he has two tails he's able to fly and then you have sonic's sister who is amy rose which I don't even know how many people actually know about that. I mean, people know mainly about two of the she's, main she's pink, know, right? friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's pink. And then you have a guy who was his rival, but then ended up being an ally who was Knuckles. Knuckles. Knuckles the what? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> hey, Knuckles the Hedgehog. <laughs> no, he's not. He's an Australian spiny creature. Uh, and... Echidna. <laughs> yeah, 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 Echidna. Echidna. Yeah. I forget how the fuck you say it, but yeah. Look, I know where it's from. I know what it looks like. <laughs> but, like Japanese names, I can't say it. Motherfucker, it's a red Sonic. That's what that is. That's red. <laughs> hey, Knuckles, that's red but, Sonic. <laughs> but the cool thing about him is that he can climb. I mean, he can climb the walls in the games. Yeah. Which I actually thought was pretty badass. Yes. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, that, I mean, that's all I have about his, like, just normal stuff. I want to go ahead and jump real quick into his appearances on TV. So there were five main shows that came out that had to do with Sonic. You had, uh, and actually three out of the five, Sonic was voiced by the same person. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog came out in 93. You had, And then you had Sonic the Hedgehog also came out in 93, but it came out a little bit later. And then Sonic Underground that came out in 99 totaled out you're talking about 130 episodes every single one of those episodes he was voiced by jaleel white wow he Everyone. was voiced by steve urkel from family matters which Did is a I huge callback to you know i mean to our tgif classic 90s days when we were kids um and then in uh 03 there was a show came out called sonic x and that was originally done in Japan, but then it was dubbed over in English by an actor named Jason Griffin, who I don't even know any of his stuff. And then Sonic Boom came out in 2014, and then he was voiced by Roger Craig Smith, who's done, obviously, a bunch... I mean, he's he's a fairly prolific um, voice actor. So now we have movies. <laughs> Thank God we just got one. <laughs> we just got one, and for the amount of time that it was out, it fucking murdered, dude. So, Sonic the Hedgehog came out in 2020. You had uh, James Marsden in it. You had uh, you had Jimmy uh, Jim, Jim, huh, Jimmy Carrey. Sure yeah, Jimmy Carrey. Better get playing, that legend's uh, name Robotnik. right. <laughs> I heard he was great. So, dude, I've heard a lot of that too. I've heard that that movie was actually really good because that beat out Detective Pikachu. You know what I mean in sales, which is actually impressive for the amount of time that uh, Sonic was in. You know I mean before everything happened with coronavirus. Not even just that. That's also surprising, just because like, I I don't know the numbers behind this. It's my guess. I feel like it's a safe guess that Pokemon has a way larger fan base than Sonic. It might have a larger fan base, but it hasn't been around as long. You know what I mean? Like like like, like Sonic Sonic holds at least at least six seven years longer of a nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's just like the fact that it's been like the fact that you haven't really had, you know, new Sonic games in so long, and meanwhile, like every year or every couple of years, you're getting a new Pokemon game one way or another. It just seems True. 
you know, so much more relevant. So, like, when when Detective Pikachu came out, I was like, dude, people are going to flock to see this shit. I didn't see yeah. it in the theaters. I saw it. I liked it. Oh, um, I Jess and I watched it uh, last week. We Actually, we, we liked it a lot. I don't know that it would have been as great without Ryan Reynolds, but... Um, no, nah, you're right. Because he, he brought a lot of humor to that. And I was skeptical about that at first. Not gonna lie, I was skeptical about that. I really I really liked, you know I mean, the you know I mean the son. You know I mean? Yeah, he was good. The, you know, even the boy. Because, I mean, he was also in Jurassic World. I mean, he, he, he did a great job playing in Jurassic World also. Yeah. But uh, to go ahead and come back to uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. So the movie grossed $146 million in the U.S. alone and $306 million worldwide. And um, the initial... Uh, it initially came in with some pretty heavy criticism oh. the way Sonic was animated. Hold them teeth. Hold them <laughs> teeth. So look, man, he looked he looked mangy, he looked real humanoid, and he had those human teeth. It looked yeah, it looked like it looked like a cracked out version of a hedgehog with, with human yeah, with human teeth. Yeah. So in May of uh, 2019, the director Jeff Fowler said that he would do a complete redesign of the character, and they even pushed the release date later back. I mean, I mean farther back to go ahead and make sure they get a little more time to make Sonic just right. How cool! How and, cool is that? How cool is that? You see that sometimes in 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 gaming studios, but how often do you really see that in movies? Where you never see that shit. Where in they movies. were like, all right, you know what? We had a date, but you know. You guys have spoken. We know how what this means to you, so we're going to push this back, and we're going to make this the way that you want it. Think of what Justice League could have been if, yeah, I mean, if they would have went ahead and actually did something like that. Think of how a lot of movies would have been. Very true. Because you always get these stills and, and, and early shots at movies, and, and usually what it is is what you get. True. Very true. You see it or you don't. Yeah, man. So that's all I got on uh, Sonic. So I know that you have the uh, the crazed, uh, wild haired, bald in the middle motherfucker, uh, <laughs> Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. Now, I mean, Wes, you said it yourself. We might as well start right here. Eggman or Robotnik? What are you? Uh. So I I know I've been saying Eggman, but I have done my research and I have learned that. I mean, I have learned where Eggman is only really said. Mm-hmm. So. I want to be like the rest of the world right now, and I'll say Robotnik. Yeah, I, I was always a Robotnik. I don't think I ever referred to him as Eggman. It's just that's, you know, that's how it's always been. So in the main line of video games, Dr. Eggman is a rotund mad scientist who plans to conquer the world to build his own Eggman empire. Ooh, now, rotund. As rotund, man. <laughs> now, as we go through this, you'll realize that this is very – like this setup is very similar to Mega Man Dr. Wily. Obviously without the, you know, Sonic's not a robot, but Wily and Wily and Robotnik, they're very similar. Now, he's gone through several major and minor appearance changes throughout the series, um, but his like his in-game designs retain like a lot of basic characteristics such as his egg-shaped body, his red, black and yellow clothing, bald head, sunglasses and large mustache. Now, Here's the thing. He commonly creates machines and robots, including a wide variety of badniks, as they're called. And in the early games, he also served as a recurring boss. He's the boss that you would see, you know, as opposed to games now where, you know, your main antagonist is the boss you face at the end of the game. If you've played any of the 2D side-scrollers, you faced Eggman. I said Eggman. Now you faced Dr. Robotnik <laughs> in, um, at the end of each stage. So he was he was a recurring bad guy. Now, he's appeared in almost every Sonic the Hedgehog video game since his first appearance in Sonic the Hedgehog in 1991. And he's also a prominent character in, the, in other media, including the comic strips they have, the novels, the animated TV series, and the film. As Wes just said, he was played by Jim Carrey. Um, they went for, or obviously... Jimmy, as I like to call. They went, obviously, for a little bit of a different look. They didn't have Jim Carrey all, like, big and fat and shit, but they, they kept the rest of his characteristics pretty much the same. He had the sunglasses, he had that wispy crazy mustache now for those who don't know again his name you know while in some ways he goes by dr eggman he is also dr ivo robotnik they used ivo because that is ov backwards which refers to you know eggs or ovum so egg ivo that's that's where they got that now he's uh he still remains one of the most like it's him you think bowser you think Wily, you think him as one of like the most recognizable villains in gaming. He's been around forever. 
Yeah. And unlike a lot of the other ones that have gone through some changes, he's remained basically the same. They haven't really gone, they haven't really like overhauled um, a shitload. Now, to what Wes said about in 1990, the president, um, Heo Nakayama, who sought out the series to compete with Mario, there were several, 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 who severed what? I don't know. There was several character designs that were submitted, uh, that were submitted in a contest to see who this would be, and these were all drawn by Naoto Oshima. Now, uh, among these designs did end up being Robotnik, which was an egg-shaped man wearing pajamas who resembled uh, Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Did that Yo, ch- that just, yeah, that just hit me now. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, the pajamas I found pretty funny, but yeah, um, now, here's yeah the thing. Looking, like, yeah. Uh, looking like Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. According to Oshima, that was unintentional. I don't know how much <laughs> I buy that. I don't know how much I buy that, but that was unintentional. Uh, he, he said he was influenced by like a whole variety of characters. Like there were some sources that said he based the character off Humpty Dumpty and Mario. And that's how he kind of like came to that. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty meets Mario and, and that's what you get. Uh, okay. But... but that character didn't win the contest. Rather, another Oshima character, like Wes said, Sonic is what won out for that. Um, and again, at that point, being named Mr. Le- uh, Mister Needle Mouse, later being renamed Sonic, is what prevailed. But as the development of the game progressed, the rest of the Sonic team thought that that rejected egg, that rejected egg Theodore Roosevelt design. Um, they thought it was excellent and that it deserved inclusion in the game. So since the character could not be the protagonist, they just retooled him into the antagonist and that's you know that's where it's stuck um interesting yeah i mean that's that's pretty much how he how he came to be and and he's been in like i said he's been in just about every game in the newer games he's usually the last boss or the second or last boss you would face in the original games he would have his little flying machine you'd face him at at the end of of every stage which was very dr wiley-esque you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, he'd have his little ship that he would fly around in. But it's man, you gotta feel you gotta feel some type of way if you're a dude and you enter a contest to be like Sega's, you know, flagship mascot, and not only does one of your thing, you know, does one of your illustrations become that, but then one of your like your other illustration becomes the antagonist for the game. So like yeah. not did you win the contest, like you won twice. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty wild. You absolutely won twice. Um, so, when it comes to the games, I think Sonic Adventure was the first game that he was the final boss. Sonic Adventure, I want to say it came out for the Dreamcast. I'm pretty sure I owned it, so like I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where it was. But that's when, that's when it started. That's when it really started to take off with him and his, you know basically his larger plans with all these little minions and shit like that. Whereas back in the day, it was just like you finish a level, you'd face him. Yeah. But that in a nutshell is Dr. Robotnik, man. And you know, I'm not really, I didn't, I didn't do too much research into, into the, uh, into the voice actor. I saw, so I'm not quite sure if it changes for him along the lines, but I do know that he is in Sonic the Hedgehog, or he was in the Sonic the Hedgehog TV series. He said he was in the movie, various comics, and he still, to this day, is one of the most recognizable and one of the most famous uh, villains of all time. Not just, like, Sega. Like, of all time. Yeah, just straight up. You think, you think of these long series, you think of you know, Mario and Sonic and Mega Man and shit. I don't even, I can't even think of who else, but... That's that's who comes to mind, but yeah, that that is in a nutshell, Doctor Robotnik. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's what we got for you know here. Oh God, let's just swallow my tongue. What the heroes and villains? What? I don't know, bro. But yeah, that's what we got for this episode of Heroes and Villains. And I think what we are going to try to do this time is you know now that we're legitimately out of. You know, normally we would pit the loser against someone new. We're going to come up with a couple fresh ideas. We'll get that thrown up on on social media so you guys, again, can be the ones that actually decide this. But this one was for all the people that had been voting for Sonic the last the last few episodes and didn't get to didn't get to actually hear about it. So that was for them. And now we'll jump into 
all the stuff we would normally jump into. We got, we got gaming. You got some gaming news, bro? Um, <clears throat> I got a little bit. Uh, so I found out that um, as of as of uh, April eighth, I believe, or April 9th, uh, Stadia Google Stadia is actually free for two months. Oh wow! Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> look, they're trying to go ahead and really boost their brand. And this is Google's version of doing, you know, I mean, he's basically doing gaming. You know I mean, so it's, so it's all stream based. You know I mean, there is no console. Yes. And actually, all controllers are compatible. So you can use a DualShock, you can use an Xbox controller, you can use anything, and you'll be fine. That's cool. Yeah. So they went ahead. They dropped it. Uh, it's free to use in fourteen different countries. And look, man. Uh, the games they have currently that are free are Destiny 2, the full collection, Grid, a game called Guilt, Stream World Dig 2, Stream World Quest, uh, Serious Sam Collection, uh, Spitlings, Stacks on Stacks, and then it says on Stacks, and then a game <laughs> called Thumper. Yeah, I mean, so you have a few games to go ahead and mess with. I guess Destiny would Thumper, probably be- Thumper, if I... If I remember correctly, because I actually almost got it when it was free for the PS4, because I think you can use it with the PSVR. It was like a, it was weird. It was like you were controlling this thing on a track that like moved to the beat of music, and it it, it was interesting, as to put it mildly. <laughs> it was it was interesting. Now a lot of people have been. I mean, I, I, I I've seen stuff with review with, with uh, reviews about people saying the Stadia is. I mean, like it's cool, but. Gimmicky. <laughs> graphics wise you know I mean it kind of falls a little bit so i mean look i mean i mean it's do what a, you want with it it's a it's a first timer what did you expect i mean True. you know what i mean look the when you when you're going up against microsoft and sony and nintendo these are dudes that have you know 30 years <laughs> you know what i mean of technology yeah uh, and and like for that you know what I mean? Like for gaming, obviously Nintendo a little longer than the other two, but yeah, I mean that's all I really had. There hasn't really been all that much incredibly with gaming news. I did want to go ahead and throw a quick uh, retcon out. So the last episode we were talking about um, Horizon, and I was asked whether Horizon was EA, and I said yes. And then we all thought yes. Actually, no. Horizon was actually created by a company called Guerrilla, who also created a game called Killzone. You mean that whole series? Okay. So, uh, Alex from What's Your Spaghetti Policy, quickly, when he listened, let me know this information. So, Sick. I went ahead and retconned that for you. Thanks, um, thanks brother. Yeah, appreciate it, Alex. But, uh, yeah, man, that's all, that's all I have on news, that one, that one little thing. So, uh, Scoobs, we all know it. We all think it. But we're going <laughs> to ask anyway. What are you playing? <laughs> well. You like that? Yeah, I do like that. That is <laughs> That was a hell of a setup. Um, well, uh, wife and I have still been going super hard in the paint on Animal Crossing since the last one. I mean, not as much in the last couple days because we're we're getting to a point where there's a little bit less, there's a little more waiting that we have to do for certain things to, you know, to get to get to the next phase of things. Or to get built. Yeah, so we're at a point now where in order to get the next phase of, you know, the the main missions going, we basically have to, like, make our island look a little, you know, a little more nice. We have to get our, it's basically like they do, like, an island review, like, out of five stars, what your island is. You have to get your island to three stars, and then you'll get this, like, dude named, I think his name's, like, KK Slide or KK Slider or something like that, who comes in and does a concert for your island and, and stuff like that, but we have done some some new things, which some of which are cool, some of which were incredibly annoying. Um, it's just something that they, they haven't quite figured out. Now, you can visit, through online, you can visit other people's islands, right? Now, there's two ways you can do this. If you're friends with someone on the Switch, you can visit their, you know, you can, if you're friends on the Switch, and then you become best friends in the game, you can just come and go and visit each other's island and, you know, take resources that they may have on theirs that you don't have on yours, and vice versa, and it's fine. You can straight just gank shit from them and there's no problem? Uh, Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is where it becomes a problem. Like I said, if you, this is why you only want to become best friends with people that you actually know, so you know that someone won't come and just decimate your entire island and take everything. 
because you know if you if you just meet someone randomly and you want to have access to their shit so you become best friends they also have access to yours but if you don't really know who they are you know they can come through because one if you're not best friends with someone you can go to random people's islands through something called a dodo code and people post them on on websites Well, it's called Dodo Airlines, <laughs> so it's it's called a Dodo code, right? Oh, sorry, I couldn't help it on that one. That was good. But here's the thing: if like people are just posting their Dodo codes online, and the way they do it is they, you know, a lot of them will list the stuff that they have because the island that you pick in the beginning, there's only so much stuff on it. You don't have access to everything. You have to travel to places to get these things. So, like the only fruit that we had access to on our island were pears. Now, once you get one, you can plant it, get a pear tree. It gives you three pears, and then you know from there you can start like replanting and making more. I went to a mystery island and ended up finding oranges, but that was about it. Everything else we had, Alex actually suffered through this. Um, she was looking up these dodo codes, and people would post like, you know, here's my dodo code. I have this, 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 and this. And some of these people are crafty. Like they tell you what they need, and the way they set up their island as soon as you get off the the thing like some people have like signs that say like this is like they'll have everything laid out like you can take this and then they'll have like a sign that says you know to leave your shit here so whatever you're leaving for them you can oh, leave there. now if you're not if you just do it that way and you're not best friends with these people there's only so much you can do you can't dig up flowers to replant you can't dig up you know trees and stuff like that you have to be best friends for that but there are people that are doing some grimy shit because while you can't like there's two ways to get flowers and stuff like that like you can go and you can pick a flower or you can dig it up if you dig it up that's the only way to replant it if you pick it you can wear it like as clothing you can display it and shit like that but even just like picking it these things take a couple days to you know to regrow yeah but what some like dickheads are doing is they're you know and this the same thing when you shake fruit out of a tree it's not like you shake three pears out of a tree and then five minutes later three more pears are there it takes a couple days for these things to get back so you have these dickheads that are going, you know, to other people's islands, and even if they're not best friends, so they can't dig shit up, they're going and they're they're snatching all their flowers, they're shaking all the fruit out of their trees, and they're they're taking everything. I hate that shit. They're, yeah, they're the dicks. I now, now shit. just like there are people like that, there are people that are doing it the right way and that are leaving people things, and you know, like like Alex, when she goes, she takes like the one thing that we might need, and then she leaves. You know, like I said, you don't need all three pears or all three cherries or whatever. You just need one to replant, and you can do your thing. So. We, we leave for the other people, but the most annoying thing that she went through that I don't know how Nintendo didn't think this thing through. When you go to someone else's island via Dodo code, not best friends, it's just one of these codes, you go on, you fly there. When you get there, every new person that shows up on the island or every person that is about to leave the island, you get this message that pops up on your screen that says, so-and-so is arriving or so-and-so is departing. Say Alex is on an island. She moves three steps and then gets this thing. Because remember, these people are posting these things online. Everyone's seeing them. So people are constantly trying to come if they need something. Yeah. As soon as it says so-and-so is coming to the island, it takes you to this cutscene that that lasts easily like easily a minute. Where it shows like the plane, you know, arriving, and then it and then it shows the person getting off the airline and into the thing. But every time someone arrives, it does that. So you might only be able to walk three steps, and then that happens, and then you walk another three steps, and another person comes. So you end up if you just want to go to one tree and get one cherry, it might take you a half an hour. That's... And we have no idea why they did it. Every time it happened, Alex was like, "I don't care who's coming. Why do you have to keep telling me?" <laughs> like she was getting so frustrated, understandably so. Now you don't deal with that when you're best friends with somebody because you can just come and go as you please. But that really has been like the only super annoying negative. I I really and I've said this before. I really enjoy the realistic creatures, like the the fish and the bugs. That are that are seasonal, so this is why our game is slowed down a tiny bit. Because while we're, you know, getting materials to craft things we need for the island to get to the next phase of things, the stuff that was eating up a lot of my time was, you know, getting, you know, getting all the fish that you can get certain times and all the bugs you can get at certain times. And I've now done that for both of our characters. So the next, you know, the next fish and bugs that I don't have, I can't get until April. So, or sorry, April, it is April till May. I'm sorry. So I got to, I got to wait till May. I mean, there's some, there's one that I'm so mad that we both missed in March when we, at the end of March, when we got the game that doesn't come back until November. (laughs) So it's a sturgeon, sturgeon, I believe. So it's a, 
but it's it's cool that it's a year-long thing and there's certain it works almost kind of like some of the newer pokemon games did where you know there were certain pokemon you can only get at night or during the day some you can only get during winter during fall and this even goes down to the weather there's a fish that you can only get if it's raining so i'm actually waiting for it to rain again so i can pop the game on and and uh and get to that but animal crossing is what i've been doing i finally got since we got that we've been playing i i have not up until yesterday set foot in the man cave to play my ps4 so i just finally like came down cleaned everything off everything was dusty as shit I cleaned, <laughs> I cleaned everything off i got i got everything i mean she did a lot of it i she did most of it i i just did like the dusting and stuff but i would like to get resident evil 3 so i can start that um that's my plan because uh, again there's only so much to do in animal crossing right now <clears throat> right now Ding! So yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. So it's it's Animal Crossing and hopefully Resident Evil 3 with some um with some it's NHL mixed in. in. With some yeah. NHL mixed in. Feels good to be back now that I got my finally got my Cat 7 cord plugged in, so I'm hardwired and ready to go. Yeah, ready man. to go. Yeah, man. Now uh Mr. West Bradley. Yes, sir. What are you playing, sir? I, I mean I know what you're playing. Because I watched you play last night. But please, fill us in. So let's go ahead and dive into this first and foremost. Everybody who listens to us, please do me a huge favor. Follow my Twitch channel, Dragon underscore CGC. Every Friday night, we do something called Freaky Friday to where that I currently, well, the way it's currently set up, I'm playing Resident Evil 2. Holy fucking shit balls, man. Last night hit a level. Last night hit a fucking level. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it it certainly did. And if you have, you know, if if this is the first episode that you're listening to, the reason this is such a big deal is because Wes hates these games. You couldn't pay this kid to play a horror game, but for the people, he's willing to do it. Yeah, apparently, so, I'm doing it for free now. Couldn't get paid for it before, but now I'm saying fuck it. but uh yeah so last night i went ahead i I mean i I was on for about an hour and a half and it was look man it was fun until like dude i only got like what 15 20 minutes in until shit started going sideways well i told you last friday i was like oh bro you were you were one step away from shit going hella sideways that yeah so i knew it was coming yeah so I went ahead, like, so I hit a, I turned a lever, which went ahead and changed the direction of water to go ahead and, and then I hit another lever to make water come down on this helicopter that crashed. Fine. I started walking in this door because I figured, okay, maybe since the water, I mean, maybe since the fire is gone, I can try to go through and get, I mean, just make it a little easier to get around. I go in, turn the corner, this seven foot five motherfucker with a white like i'm talking mannequin white face <laughs> and a trench coat with a hat that i later shot off but <laughs> <laughs> but he comes he just pushes the helicopter out of the way like one hand. it is nothing <laughs> one hand one hand <laughs> now this is the same guy that went ahead and killed the journalist you, you, you yeah. mean the informant yeah. in the jail now i wasn't expecting that either so i mean i saw that i was like who is this excuse me who is this and then now you mean now i'm just straight up just like "Ah!" i'm I'm fucking losing my like yo he pushed that shit and i (laughs) wes wes's fight or flight kicked in and it was pure flight it was pure fucking flight (laughs) which is the right which is the right move which is the right move going now I found a bunch of things to be able to go ahead and, you know what I mean, open up to get a, uh, looks like a fucking Desert Eagle. You know I mean, that fucking gun. Yeah, sure does. So I got that. You know I mean, obviously I have my shotgun. I have my regular pistol. And I'm still trying to go ahead and get to the clock tower, which I got to, but apparently I didn't do things the right way up there. So I need to go back up there, which I am not looking forward to next Friday. But on a good note, with the way that I did the game, I made it a lot easier for me to be able to get to that area without having to deal with that guy. Yeah. Because he constantly follows you. And out of nowhere, you just start... I mean, if you stay in one place too long, you hear... 
You just hear his footsteps, yeah. His footsteps, and they're just coming closer and closer. And then he just gets in the door, and he, dude, he throws a fucking left and a right, and you are down. Yeah, dude, how how terrifying is it when those footsteps stop? <laughs> like you, you hear yes. that doom, 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 and then they just stop, and you're like. Where the fuck is, where is this dude at? When Alex dude. was watching me play, when I was at that clock tower part, dude, I was stuck. I was in that room for probably like a, a half hour because every time I would psych myself up and get ready to leave and go out the door, I would hear those footsteps again. I was like, shit, he's out there. I can't go. And then like I would run out, I would peek, and I'd run back in. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was terrified. How, like, I don't, I mean, maybe on a very, very minimal level, but compared to most people, I don't deal with anxiety and stuff like that. So what is it like? Like the game just got ratcheted up. Like it was bad before, but now when you're trying to complete your tasks in the game and do certain things now with this added element of being followed the whole time, what is that like? Okay, so it's it, it, it it's fucking horrible. I'm t- <laughs> it's absolutely fucking horrible. Dude. I like that. that's what you landed on. It's it's a uh, it, 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 you know it's horrible. It's, it's just horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's an absolute fucking shit show to where like I'm losing my mind. Like Andy said, I I deal with anxiety with these games. Like well look, I deal with anxiety in everyday life. It's just who I am is what I deal with. But with these games, it ups it. You know what I mean? Like fucking tenfold. Especially when I'm playing in the dark. I have you know, dual you know, dual ear headphones on to where I'm fully immersed. Cause it's funny because like I'm I'm talking shit and like yo, when I hit that lever to make the water change, I'm like, uh, I don't even know what I'm doing, but apparently I'm doing this. I flipped it over. And then I go, okay, let me go ahead and try this now. And then next thing I know, I'm like, oh god. Oh no. <laughs> shit. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, when you get a chance to watch some of those reaction videos, like I said, of that specific moment, yes, you gotta watch it. There's some, there's somebody, this dude, this dude that I watch a lot, Jack. He's, uh, he's as soon as the dude turns the corner, he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, 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 I, I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to disturb you, buddy. <laughs> like, it's, it's funny. He's like, what do you want? What do you want? I got nothing. <laughs> Yeah. He dude, terrifies yo, yo, so yo, many on, people. On top of the fact that, so I had to end up on the other side of the um, you know, of the fucking police station in order to get to, you know, I mean, just everything else, you know, including the clock tower. So with doing that, I had to go, you know, I had to go across a bunch of points, and then you end up with them fucking freaky, you know, what I mean, the crawling, liquors. yeah, the liquors. Well, I you wasn't do know expecting those. Did you read that thing that tells you the secret about those liquors? By the way. It's um, something that you've picked up. You might not have read it, and I feel like if I tell you this, you're really gonna be uh, upset. God damn it! They're, they're blind. So as long as you're not running or shooting, they will not see you. You can walk next to them, underneath them, stuff. They can't see you. And there so, is something that you picked up, I believe, or maybe you missed picking it up. It's the very first time you see it when you walk, when you're walking into that room where you had to detonate that C4. Yeah. That hallway. That's when you first see it. Like walk across the window. There's something you pick up, I think, either in that hallway or in the next room that basically explains those things to you, like, you know, liquors are, are blind, so just stay quiet and, and you'll be fine. What doesn't help is that if you haven't killed, like, they pick up any sound and then they go haywire. So if you haven't killed a certain zombie in a hallway or, God forbid, Mr. X is chasing you in a place where there is a liquor, the liquor will hear them and then go bananas. But if it's just you, like you can you can walk under them, you can walk around them as long as you're not like Fuck. running. As long as you're run, not running, you you won't have to engage. Basically, now, I'm still uh, dealing with the fact that a lot of times I don't spend enough time in rooms, and I don't see what I'm supposed to see. It did it. It's and it's, I get uh, that. It's but dude, just, I, it, yeah, I mean, when I'm constantly being chased and just that. Feeling. I know, I know. You, know I mean? you feel like you have to move so quickly behind you. Like there's that one room that you know I mean, it was the uh, it, was, it was it was one of the club doors that I went ahead that I opened up, and you know I mean, it had the grenade, it had the gunpowder and everything in it. Oh, with the one that also had the uh, the, the the tool for the jet. Yep. Yeah. So in that room, yeah. the first time I did it, you know, what I mean, I ended up dying later on. But the first time I did it. He came in, and I'm just running circles around the fucking, See, yeah, I mean, around the bookcase, you and I go ahead and pick it. everything up I'm supposed to pick up. And then afterwards, I learned there was a grenade in there. I'm like, fuck, you know, <laughs> like, god damn and, it. Like, and and didn't you leave the 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 tool the first time, like the no. part for the jack? Or did you? No, you put that in a no in your yes, locker, that's didn't what you? It was. I put it in my locker because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> and it, and it's funny because right when you did that. And you started, you know, you were running through the library and you saw I needed Alex is sitting here watching the whole time with me. And I'm and I'm 
she watched me play some of this stuff too. So I'm talking to her while you're playing and I'm like, I'm like, oh, he's going to feel, he's going to be so mad when he gets like to this thing, when he fights his way here and realizes that he left the thing there. She's like, you're not going to tell him. I was like, no. I've been holding the jewel for fucking two hours. As soon as he put it away, I was like, I was like, oh no. I said it. I mean, I said it last night. Like, fuck it. I don't need it right now. I put it away. And then what do I find? The goddamn thing to go ahead and put the jewel. I'm like, mother, son of a bitch. Uh, But you know what? Here is where you did surprise me and actually impressed me because, and I told Alex this beforehand because we knew what you were about to get to because, like, Mr. X is right around when she started really watching me play. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Wes and I play these games totally different. And I was like, and honestly, if people were watching, he probably looks way tougher than me. I look like the bitch, but I'll probably end up surviving longer because I was like, when it comes to, like, big shit like fight or flight, I was like, I'll run, figure it out later. Wes usually go down in a blaze of glory. So I told Alex, I was like, I think I'd that do, first, yes. And then I I'm told like, Wes, all right, bad I idea. I told Alex, I was like, I'd almost be willing to bet all my money that as soon as he sees Mr. X, he's going to empty every bit of ammo he can into this motherfucker and then be stuck <laughs> with no ammo and nothing to do. <laughs> and then right as you saw him, when you said, nope, fuck that. And you turned around <laughs> and ran. I was like, my man made me so proud right now and proved me so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I just, I can't, man. Like, like, yo, I texted you last night when I was done with the Freaky Friday. I'm like, look, I'm like, I'm not going to stop playing. But like, I'm going to keep going with this because, give me, it's what we're doing. But I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Dude, it freaked me out so fucking bad. So bad. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean, for the people, for the movement, you know what I'm saying? it's funny yeah and we will push this thing even further we'll push your your twitch account i'm not worried i'm not super worried about mine right now because i haven't been doing anything like i haven't been doing anything that i think a shitload of people would want to watch really so yeah. i'm not gonna push mine too much just yet until i get into an actual an actual game but yes pl- god damn it Ding! god damn it i'm scared just thinking about playing resident evil 3 because dude this shit's scared i may not deal with like exactly what you deal with because i play these games anyway but it dude it still messes me up and especially if i've never played like i've never played resident evil 3 before just like i never played 2 so i don't know what to expect i know nemesis is in there but i don't know Uh, the only thing i'm hoping is that dealing with mr x in resident evil 2 prepares me for that feeling so i spent (laughs) i spent 45 minutes playing borderlands 3 after resident evil 2 just to calm down my palate (laughs) and relax a little bit because dude i needed that like i seriously fucking needed that no joke because because dude the the moment he lifted that helicopter and then his even when you're in a safe space his footsteps don't go away like i I wasn't expecting that well at least now you seem to have learned that with the exception of one he will not come into those save rooms yeah, the main yeah the main fucking lobby. I wasn't expecting that either. I mean, I was I was. You're like I'm safe here. <laughs> I'm safe here. I go turn the corner. I see the lieutenant. He's fucking dead. I'm like, I, I mean, I kind of expected that. He starts getting up, and then I just see. Wes like, I can handle this guy. <laughs> I see motherfuckers start walking themselves. I'm like, my plan has to change right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this motherfucker is relentless. <laughs> like, dude, on, like that if, area if will he... help you though, because if if you get it a certain way, like. Because it, obviously he's big as shit, and the the good thing about it is, is that like when he doesn't, when he's not like in a straight line to you, mm-hmm. he pretty much has one speed. He like Michael Myers this shit, so he walks pretty fucking slow. So if you can get to a point where you need to be somewhere upstairs, you just like get him coming down the stairs in that main hall, and then dip up the other side of the steps. Yeah. But you do have to wait for him to come a little closer, so he doesn't go back up the same set of steps because that'd be quicker. I was curious you on whether he'd do that or not. Because he will, if you get him to walk like halfway to you, he'll he'll follow you up, and and that's a, a nice way to. It only gets you like a maybe like a thirty second reprieve, but you'll take it <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Like oh, and on top of the fact, I shot him in the head once. I mean, with that uh, with, with that fucking magnum. Put him down for a little, I mean, you know, just, just for a few seconds, let me be able to get past him. Later on in the game, I shot him again in the head, barely fucking phased him. And I'm like, okay, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, dude. My advice always is like, unless you have to shoot, don't. Now, a have to shoot moment would be like, towards the end of the night, last night, when you were going back through a hallway, 
that you got that you got eaten alive in coming towards you didn't die but you got pretty much like whacked on by like every single person in there um it was when you were going to the one safe spot but then but then that second time when you went back through you knew he was following you you, you busted out the blammy and it's like just mowed down everyone in your way i was like oh, he ain't fucking around now <laughs> yeah in order to hit that last safe spot uh there were two guys that you know, i mean two zombies that i knew i mean i knew they were there you know, i mean I've, 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 I've come against them multiple times throughout running and i'm like okay fine fuck it shotgun out two shells left two guys left guess what they both got one yeah <laughs> but no and actually that... one of the guys has my knife in his chest that i need to get back to yeah but yeah it's just if like if you don't have to shoot don't yeah so That's... other than other than the freaky friday fuckery that we have going on <laughs> freak a triple f baby freaky friday fuckery uh i've been throwing down on borderlands like on uh xbox still and having a bunch of fun with my boys on it like i still love the game so i'm having a blast on all of it I actually started playing the weird Borderlands science thing that they had. You know, they just dropped recently. Okay. And that's actually a really interesting thing that I mean, I'll I'll talk about when I actually fully understand what the hell I'm doing. But yeah, man, that's all I got. So please do us a favor, uh, and I say us because this is going to benefit Andy and the podcast as well as myself with please following my Twitch, which is again Dragon underscore CGC. Uh, I have it out on. All of our social media to go ahead and just I mean, I mean just try to get that movement going because one of the nice things is to be an affiliate and affiliates I mean kind of start getting a little bit of uh you mean a little bit of paper at least small bit but still something for doing this stuff so I kind of want to get us to that point and then I mean once we hit me there then I mean then we're then we're going to get you there and then I mean when Anthony comes home we're going to get that too. Yeah, I mean, all, all that, I mean, that just gets us a little um, extra that we can put right back into the podcast. You Which know? is exactly what we'll do. You know what I mean? We're going to put it all right back in. So, uh, yeah, man, until the next one, Scoops. Game on, baby. Game on, y'all. Cut it. hey What's up, crew members and crewpies? It's time to connect with CGC. As always, you can give us our feedback and reach out to us on consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. We've got our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, and our YouTube. Uh, we are going to have a Twitch coming up soon. I'm going to have the other guys take care of that in a little bit. But please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be Console Gaming Crew, and our Twitter handle is at Console Crew. Uh, again, Feedback is fantastic, so please reach out to us. Uh, you know, give us your feedback on uh, what you think, what we can do to improve everything. Uh, also, please check us out on our uh, our webpage, which is consolegamingcrew.com. There's always updated information there, uh, stories and all that other kind of cool stuff. Uh, and as always, game on. Game on.